Hey witches! Welcome back to Witch the Vote with Paige and Erica. I'm Paige. I'm Erica. Um, and today we have a very, very special guest, one of our favorite people just in the whole wide world. Um, we would be happy to talk to her about literally anything, but we're especially excited that we get to talk about her campaign for counselor at large of Salem, Massachusetts, Alice Merkel. I first met Alice the day of the House Witch Store grand opening. She came in with her lovely daughter, Brenda, who's now her campaign manager. And we instantly just kind of clicked. And Brenda and Alice came to the very first uh, moon circle at the House Witch Store. And even before her political career began, we were connected. And then I was just so inspired by her reaction to the 2016 election, obviously went really poorly for progressives and Democrats. And she, because she was so inspired to get out and start doing community activism, you know, sort of in response to you know, what other people in her demographic, which, you know, is sort of, you know, middle-aged white folks who overwhelmingly sort of voted for this, for Trump and all everything that went along with Trump. And I just, you know, rather than being defensive or rather than doing this line about how young people don't vote or whatever, you know, you, you took responsibility. And that's just something that I think in this day and age to sound like a super old person myself. It's just really like nice to see and really inspiring. And I can attest to the fact that in the five years uh, since that election, you have not stopped moving. You are like a tornado in this town, a tornado of angelic goodness. And we'll obviously get into all of that. But I just wanted to give that little intro to kind of how we know each other and that I think you're a really special person. I realized that halfway through, I just started talking directly to you. So <laughs> I couldn't so, help it. So She's as, here. As you can tell, we're extremely <laughs> pro-Alice. Um, and the moral of this episode is please vote for Alice. Yes. But we'll, we'll let her tell you why you should do that. But also, we're telling you you should do that. So Alice is running for counselor at large for the Salem City Council. And we're really excited because she'll make an incredible city councilor. So we just wanted to talk about that and and how you're feeling about it and what, you know, gets you inspired and and fired up and and how important it is to vote, I guess, which is what we're always going to be talking about here on Which the Vote. So Alice, I guess just to start off with, since we do probably have a lot of people who are going to be voting in this election for the first time and are maybe getting engaged for the first time, in your words, like what what does a city councilor do? What is that job? Well, thank you so much for having me. And it has been a joy to watch House Witch's journey to being such uh, an anchor for our community and uh, and personal inspiration uh, along the journey. Help us all survive 2016. (laughs) 
and definitely, you know, reflect on on what happened. Like you said, the realities. This wasn't a fluke. Was a lot of my own uh, demographic that that you know I, I take you know you know I take personally and feel a calling uh, of a shift from community involvement uh, to activism and civic engagement. You know we can't uh, we we can't overstate uh, the importance of um, also you know municipal elections uh, and our local government more important than ever. Uh, so yes, what does a counselor at large do? A counselor at large advocates for the needs and well-being of our community members and focuses on the issues that affect our city as a whole, uh, you know, such as lack of affordable housing, food insecurity, environmental sustainability. <laughs> it's a long list, you know, public health and safety, social justice, um, issues that are not unique to only one certain ward. And uh, to be effective in advocating for these challenges, a city councilor needs to be involved in the communities, in our communities, and listen to our residents. You know, whether it's through city ordinances, funding the programs, creating and supportive new initiatives, we need in-touch forward-thinking city councilors. They can think out of the box. You never know what challenges, as we all know from the last 18 months, we never know what challenges are on the horizon. And, you know, if we can't come up, we need to come up with plan B, C, and D. And Oof, we need- I'm getting chills. We do, we need forward-thinking. Yeah. We do, we, we have to be able to do that, yeah. Yeah, it's true. When I, when I think of, you know, some of the representation that we've gotten really used to on a local level. It's a lot of people saying no to things and a, a lot of, you know, halting of progress. And so it is a huge relief to, to hear, you know, somebody wanting to actually be open with the community and actually want to hear what what people want rather than just kind of like pushing their own agenda forward no matter what. I mean, having backup plans on backup plans on backup plans, especially for a coastal community like we are. Well, and I think that's kind of like one of the big divides that we're seeing in this election with the candidates is that there are candidates that have plans or that want plans A, B, C, and D. And then there are the candidates that don't have any plans, don't really have any platform, don't really have any substance to their message. They just want to block what the progressives want, right? So in trying to, you know, either put like even put together these episodes, you know, we're trying to research like what some of these folks actually do stand for. And it's hard to find because, you know, what they stand for is just being against the mayor or against progress or against development or whatever. So so we're curious, why do you want to be a city councilor? Yeah, for a lot of the reasons you just touched upon. You know, we need solutions, not barriers. Uh, you know, I heard about two years ago, you know, on the council, well, we should wait for any important votes till after the crisis. <laughs> it's like, this is a crisis. That's when we need them the most. And, you know, as you pointed out, what we rely on the most happens at the local level of government. And I do want to focus on accessibility and transparency in our local politics. And civic engagement is definitely something I am passionate about. I love being involved in the community and my volunteer work really, I feel keeps me in touch with our community members and I want to bring my voice to the council. It really seems like a natural next step for me. It does and I want to bring that passion for community service and advocacy to the council. 
It's true. I always say that you just embody the idea of community service so yes. perfectly that I, you know, we have a lot of experience with trying to get people just to go to city council meetings or just to give testimony at city council. And, you know, at any given time, Alice Merkel mm-hmm. is hauling crates over at the food pantry and, you know, planting seagrass down on the shoreline and doing a cleanup somewhere, yeah, yeah, you know, a you litter know, cleanup. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, you are just someone who runs towards the problem and um yeah yeah there's i i just i just love how you know it feels weird to say how humbly you approach this but i just the idea that you're someone who's not doing this as a power grab but as somebody who just has so much contact with so many parts of the community and it's so involved like you said it's just a natural step and I think it also, if I can pop some of our astrology information yes, that we learned about Alice, please. Alice has a Leo moon as well. And, you know, the moon tends to symbolize your emotional body and your subconscious. And Leo is such a, a, a service sign and a leader of a sign. And I think it's just so beautiful to have somebody leading with their mm. intuition and with their emotion, you know, and just wanting everybody to feel loved and abundant and cared for oh we need love we need just so much <laughs> yeah i mean i think just to like kind of riff on that but like when we say witches are the future right i mean just what you're saying about like ruling or leading with your heart that is part of what witches are the future you know having empathy building compassion into you know some of these things building care into how we're you know running our governments and our cities and all this kind of stuff that is I think so pertinent to the conversation of like, yeah, how are witches the future and why is that an important idea, right? Well, so I think that kind of segues nicely into like what, you know, tell us about the roles that you have now in the community or have had that, you know, that you think speaks to your experience and your platform. Well, that will definitely be my longest answer. (laughs) Definitely. There, spoiler alert, there um, are at least 10 yes, different Alice's. So. Oh my gosh. Legit. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the reason for that, though, is the engaged community that we live in. It's pretty impressive how passionate people are in Salem. Uh, it, and it's definitely inspiring. Sure. And one thing connects with the other. It's so interconnected, all the great work uh, that our passionate community members are doing. So you just kind of get swooped up in that. But anyway, yes, I guess my biggest role has been, you know, my work with the um, Salem Food Pantry. I'm on the schedule for every Wednesday, Friday, and every other Saturday. And, you know, what's interesting, I mean, we've had a huge expansion, of course, during COVID. Another thing that's interesting is we've been one of the only public gathering spaces uh, that people were still grouped together in a public place very often during COVID. And which I've loved being part of is the collaborative effort that has been supported by this city. Like at one pantry, you know, you'll have, we'll we'll have at our pantry, a health van taking blood pressure and giving people, you know, checkups when no one was going to the doctors. We'll have Timmy's Angel there giving free backpacks and school supplies. The census will be there. The League of Women Voters will be doing voter registration there. We have city ambassadors giving uh, rental assistance info. 
this is what I love. I love collaborative efforts. This is how you service a community. Even um, today, uh, it's it's Wednesday, uh, so the pantry had the van right next to us at the pantry giving vaccines. Yep, right there. Anybody can walk up. So that's really cool. Environmentally, I participate regularly in, as you said, neighborhood cleanups. Uh, I think that's really important, not only environmentally, but it gets your community members and your neighbors, you know, chatting chatting about about all things, you know, Salem and their community. Uh, I did help with the planting of the Living Shoreline by the Salem Sound Coast Watch at Collins Cove. I work with a volunteer, uh, a group of volunteers that does uh, removal of invasive species, which is really neat. On one giving day, you can have five or six environmental things you can get involved in in Salem. And not only are these groups and advocates doing environmental work, they educate yeah, uh, people. You know, I know a lot more <laughs> than I ever did uh, just from these involvements that they have. It's it's wonderful. I want to make sure we have a city council that is supporting, uh, you know, and embracing these kinds of initiatives, this kind of work, uh, you know, funding. You know, we need a supportive city government for all of this. And and we have, uh, you know, I will say um, that, that we have had you know, from, from uh, you know, Mayor Driscoll's support of, of a lot of a lot of the great, um, you know, COVID relief and efforts that have been going on. For our seniors, uh, I volunteer for the Community Life Center, and that's really fun. I mean, when you think about, you know, the isolation, depression, there's so many issues uh, that affect our senior community. And it's also for selfish reasons, because it's really fun <laughs> to be part of, you know, their, their barbecue, at Winter Island or their ice cream social, their their Valentine's Day events. It's it, it's really it's a lot of fun. And you're looking for a good time yeah, volunteer with really the seniors. True. It's really true. It's really it's really a lot of fun. They're and a party. Uh, the city of Salem had you know the Salem Together program, making calls to our seniors. That was great to be part of for support of our business community. Personally, I've either for the last twenty years been working for small family owned businesses or running my own small business in the arts. Uh, I've been doing this for decades. Two of the small businesses I've worked for in this general area are 50 years uh, going in family business. Yeah, so that's pretty neat. So the importance of that also, you know, can't be overstated. Um, you like <laughs> you all and many friends that I have that work here in our small business community. So I love volunteering for Salem Main Streets and respect their collaborative efforts with the Creative Collective, you know, supporting our small business and, and creative community and Destination Salem. I love the way they work together. And, you know, we have to do something that gets people off the internet and wanting to go into a really cool down town to hang around, engage. You know, it's also important an important part of, you know, celebrating our diversity. We need cultural events uh, that they support uh, and keep yeah, and keep happening. And, you know, who can resist, you know, Kylie's ask of putting up twinkly lights downtown? <laughs> you know, who doesn't enjoy, you know, the fashion show or, um, you know, all the great things going on, Salem so sweet, uh, all these things just make, you know, our downtown keep it thriving. And, and another way of engaging, you know, volunteering for this engages the locals in our community and, to embrace uh, all our visitors that come and enjoy Salem. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, really of importance as well. 
Oh, other interests I told you would be a long list. I'll try not to go on too long, uh, but I'm on the board this of the This is women's. the Alice show. Yeah, you can I do know, whatever just, you want. Just, okay, it's a all long I list. Is, all I keep thinking is, you know how they have those coffee mugs that say you have the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce? Yeah. All I can think is like you, we all have the same 24 hours in a day as Alice Merkel. Yeah. What are we what doing? What are we doing, honestly? Also, I got to say, like, I live in Salem and listening to Alice talking, I'm like, Salem sounds awesome. Yeah. Same. I'm like, oh, yeah, Literally. the twinkle lights downtown yeah. are beautiful. No, totally. Same thing. Same thing. Oh, you're a, you're an is. incredible, like, yes. commercial for Salem. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's, you, you, it's true. <laughs> so you go on as long as you want. Okay, so, League of Women Voters. Anyway, so I am on the board of the Women's Friends Society, mm-hmm. which is a neat, uh, it's an historical home uh, on... Uh, Hawthorne Boulevard. It's the Emerton House. And we've been providing affordable housing for women for 140 years. It's really neat. We have uh, 21 rooms uh, for women there. And it's it's really exciting to be part of such a long tra- tradition of helping women here in Salem. Sure. So uh, if anybody doesn't know about that, you can look into the Women's Friends Society. So I'm really proud of that work and, and what's going on over there. And it's also part of historic preservation because it's a beautiful you know, historic, uh, you know, historic house there. In the past, uh, for Salem, I volunteered for our Yes on One campaign in support of an ordinance of protection for our immigrant uh, community members. You might, uh, well, I know you both <laughs> remember the work that that took. It was a that was really successful and really wonderful to be part of. And it's important, it's not, you know, a one and done. It's, it, that's an important work to continue here. That's important to remember too, sometimes when there's a ballot question or, or something, you know, work like that, work uh, for equity uh, and being uh, a community that's inclusive. Uh, isn't, uh, you know, one-time efforts, it's ongoing. Uh, so anyway, that was really great to be part of. On the state level, we had our Yes on Three campaign uh, to uphold uh, protections for our transgender community members. That was really important uh, conversations to have. I mean, it was terrible that it was even a ballot question, but it did, it did end up an opportunity to you have conversations to educate people. Uh, so that was really, really great to be part of. I, I was actually a speaker for that campaign. Uh, we had a, a forum up at Salem State uh, with um, called the editor of the Rainbow Times. And it's, that was really, really great to be part of. So there's a lot of a lot of advocacy uh, that I've been honored to be part of, proud of all the people that it takes for all of these efforts and initiatives. They've just been been really, really great. Uh, fortunately, largely successful. But as I've said, you know, we we have the Race Equity Task Force now uh, in uh, in Salem. Uh, with we just uh, made a city position of the director for equity inclusion, which I'm really oh, happy to great. see. Uh, yes, yes, that was that was super. And uh, it's important to remember that's you know in a long. A long run. That's that's been not, uh, something that's been going on forever, and sure. it will not be uh, tackled. You know, uh, we we need to be in that for the long haul. So that will need ongoing uh, support from from the council, from our city government, from our community, uh, everything. So I'm I'm excited to be part of, part of that moving forward as well as a city councilor. Yes, I think that <laughs> covers some of it. I'll, Gee, I'll end there for the next think? question. <laughs> 
mean, I mean, I need a nap. Just no, hearing yeah, just about it. Anyway. I know. Maybe maybe it's a good uh, good time that we can kind of go a little out of order and just ask the what a typical day is like for you. I mean, how how the heck do you do? <laughs> how do you do it, Alice? Because yeah. you came. I mean, you came from the food pantry to you like called me when you were leaving the food pantry, and now here you are in our house, like talking about <laughs> city council stuff. I mean. How do you do it? Well, <laughs> yes, thank you. I know when I look at it, 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 it overwhelms me. So I just kind of, I kind of just go on automatic pilot and do it. So uh, most of my mornings are volunteer work, and then I have two mornings a week uh, that I, you know, work my regular job as a sales rep for us. Like I said, a small family-owned business in Peabody, and then one afternoon a week I teach piano. Uh, so I just kind of, I'm very organized. <laughs> my calendar is very specific. Uh, and then uh, from 4 to 6.30, I've cut out the window to door knock since June. And uh, that's actually been really nice. Uh, it gets you um, off, you know, emails through the afternoon and doing that kind of work to getting out and talking to people. And uh, so that's, that's really actually a joyful time uh, for me. And what's neat, too, is someone who loves you know, the history of Salem and architecture and our cool structures, you make incredible discoveries. <laughs> Just pounding the pavements, you know, who hasn't walked down Bots Court or some other little, yeah, court, fun actually. little, and there's fun little hidden gems yeah. with all the half addresses. Okay, yep. 52 and a half, where could that possibly be? <laughs> one and a half so. Cambridge Street was one of my, is like one of my favorite little it's houses exactly. in the city. And it yes. just sold. And I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, yeah so no. crawling around Salem, discovering, you know, all its nooks and crannies is a lot of fun. Yeah. And you learn a lot too from conversations from people at the doors. You you really do. It's, it's, it's a great opportunity. And I have to say, since the COVID crisis, people really want to be more engaged in their community and their local government. They are anxious to talk. They have great questions. Uh, all I, I, what I hear a lot is, I've been meaning to learn more about this. Or like you asked, what does a council at large do? I, I've been you know, wondering what that is. So it's people are engaged uh, and they have, uh, they have concerns. They have a lot of compliments. Uh, that they're grateful for having lived in Salem, uh, that wanted to, you know, to address the COVID crisis with, with restrictions, but also support our community. How can we do both of those things? You know, how do we keep people safe, but but keep our local government? Oh, one thing that was fun to be part of, too, was our, you know, shop local campaign, you know, through the holidays, oh, the postcards. <laughs> of course you <laughs> Thank do. Thank goodness for that one. <laughs> yes. Uh, and people were excited about that. You know, they knew, I mean, they've always known, but, but in extra lesson in knowing not to take our local community for granted. It's just not automatically all these cool stores are going to be here, that our favorite restaurants are going to be here. We have to help sustain them. Sure. We have to take a role. We have to be part of this. If we're going to get through, you know, the crisis and just in, as you know, you know, small business is tough on, on a good day. Right. We can't just take for granted everything's going to be here. We have to be engaged. You know, yeah. we have to be part of this, uh, these shop local campaigns. And it's fun. You know, once you get involved, it's fun. Yes, that's 
uh, yeah, that's part of, but I know I got a little off track. I just am really inspired, but yeah, so that's part of what I enjoy about the door knocking. And then it's home to usually a Zoom meeting, <laughs> whether it's, you know, the city meetings, they're important to keep up on everything. And they're, and they're interesting, uh, giving public comment. Another thing I want to say, but it uh, might fall under if you have a question about what I want to do as a counselor, but this definitely that falls. was going to be my next question yes. so yeah. just have at it this, this, have at it this falls into that category of the zoom it's been a great way for getting all of our community members giving them all the opportunity to be engaged give public comment uh, at our city council meetings and our other committee meetings before i think the statistics are 50 percent of public comments were given by the same 20 people and now, uh, as I heard Mayor Driscoll say, more people are giving public comment than we could have physically fit in the chambers. Yes. Uh, so it's going to be really important not to lose that engagement. You know, this, these are people with small children that can't get out. They might have mobility or parking issues. They're working. Most young people I know work, you know, well, and sure. all people I know these days right. where the crisis right. Right. are working several jobs. This has been, this has been great. And well, I, I do want to see things get back in person, but we have to make sure it does not happen until there's a hybrid in place. So that's going to be really focus, really important focus, making sure that happens. Yes, uh, to-do list. Uh, another thing that I had been trying to learn more about are the federal COVID relief funds. Oh, I just kind of started hearing about that this week. Yes, yeah. more and more it seems definite. We'll be getting millions and millions of dollars over the next couple of years, and there'll be a, uh, a time limit on spending them. Uh, so, and my understanding is, you know, they can be used, you know, possibly be used for issues such as health care, child care, early education, climate initiatives, food insecurity, infrastructure, public health. I mean, it was a long list. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so it, it's going to be important uh, that we ensure our, our city government uh, puts the work in. And, and focus on spending them, you know, with a focus on equity and assistance to all our community members. You know, this this needs to be to be done right. I'd also like to resubmit the inclusionary zoning ordinance. You know, that uh, requires the private sector to create a certain amount of affordable housing in new or repurposed developments. Uh, a lot of work went into the one that had been submitted. It needed uh, what's called a supermajority to pass, and it didn't have the support for that. I'm hoping, voters, I'm hoping <laughs> for a council uh, that will will want to take a deep dive into that and, and get that done. Can you just explain really quickly what a supermajority means in that context? Yes, a lot of zoning requires what they call a supermajority, meaning not just more than half of the counselors have to vote for it. It's, uh, I believe, two thirds, which means it needs eight votes. So four, we have 11 counselors. So if four vote against something, it will not pass. And like I said, this can be a very lengthy explanation. But to this point, uh, a lot of uh, some zoning requires uh, what's called the supermajority. So the inclusionary zoning ordinance uh, was not passed. So I'm hoping that changes. And so yeah, there's a lot of important things. Uh, I want to focus on bringing uh, the offshore wind industry to Salem. There's uh, SAFE 
which is one of our environmental groups here in Salem that uh, are rock stars. <laughs> Pat Kazemba has been uh, putting uh, a lot of information uh, out and having Zoom meetings uh, about this and there's been articles in the Salem News and there's interest. It's over by the power plant. There's a, a parcel of, of land, yeah, that has been targeted for this. Well, one thing, there's, there's some different ideas that can be considered. One is a marshalling station where we have deep water there. And for different reasons, they say we might be a feasible option for this. And it's where they put together, they, they bring in equipment and put together uh, uh, what they need for wind energy, and then it goes back out. So it's interesting. Yes, we've been targeted as a marshalling station possibility. <laughs> so yes, uh, which is really interesting. So we definitely have some options uh, to pursue getting the wind industry here in Salem. We also had, I'm I believe this uh, went to committee and then has not ha has not happened a wage theft ordinance. Uh, so that's that's important also, especially since we have a lot of people in the hospitality industry. So after Zoom meetings, then it ends between eight and nine with Barry getting me takeout and <laughs> a glass of wine and relaxing. We love Barry. So the support Barry. team that Alice Merkel deserves. Yes, I know. <laughs> I took my scooter to the pantry looking at the hourly weather, thinking it was going to end around noon, which of course it started at 10. So he gratefully scooped me up <laughs> and took my scooter and me home. So where, where's so. your, um, where are some of your favorite takeout places? Oh gosh, you know it's it's a long list. I sometimes depending on the weather, it's the closest. Um, but I like um, right near Turner's Opus. They have like a whole new menu, and that back patio is really nice. I always forget how much the I back patio is lovely. It's really nice. Yes, yeah. it is really nice. It is really nice. Kodos, yeah, lots of we go to the pizza places. We like to try different ones. I've enjoyed the outdoor tables yes. at Rockefellers. They have ones along on the pedestrian yes. walkway, and they're in the shade, and they're lovely. And I feel really spaced there because they're not all grouped. Sure. So I've de definitely enjoyed that. Uh, Gulu's has fun outdoors. They're all great. I, I hate to <laughs> leave anyone out. And all of these are in crawling distance to my home. So that's really dangerous. <laughs> well, now, yeah, since we're getting into like giggly things a little bit, I really, I threw this question in just kind of like for fun because we like to ask it in our, um, the house which like meet the staff interviews. But do you have any favorite fictional, historical, or celebrity witches? Yes, I would have to say that is Samantha Stevens from Bewitched, mm -hmm. uh, because that's from my childhood. And it was groundbreaking. And because she broke stereotypes, she did. She was cool. She was fun, smart, problem solving, just really knew when to stand her ground, knew when to... She, she just got it right. And she was, yeah, I would have to say it's Samantha Stevens. Definitely. And she was one of the first, like, good witches that the, I mean. the public got to see. Yeah. So we owe her a lot as far as um, our our position being witches now. Yeah. Yes. That's true. I agree. I, I agree. There's even the episode. I mean, I remember the episode from when I was a child. It was a two-part episode when they came to Salem. And her mother and Dora, when they were driving around, didn't like 
the some of the pictures of witches. Uh, and in the show, they were, you know, terrible, unkind looking. So she was like, oh, what a disgrace. And she zapped them all into cool, oh, you know, witches in the that. show, in the actual episode. I've actually she, never seen In the those. convertible, she goes around and she says, look at that sign. Look at the way they, they yeah. made us yeah. witches, you know, appear. And she just zapped them all and changed them. <laughs> Well, and I feel like that's kind Around of the energy Salem. of Salem. Yeah. Now, so how do you, you know? not love that? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> a lasting spell. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's awesome. Neat. Is there any? This has been so great. Is I there know, anything I'm... else you want our listeners and the voters of Salem to know? Uh, yes. Please vote. Thank you for 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 listening and uh, scratching the surface of us candidates. So important. Thanks for getting involved and yes, thanks for voting to bring a friend uh, to to the polls. Tell them about early voting. I, I love the way that we are going to skyrocket our um, our our numbers for uh, for voters this this year and with the early voting and yeah let's 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 make this happen. I love we're, that. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the great news is that if you live in Salem, no matter what neighborhood or ward you live in, you can vote for Alice because she's running for at large. So that is for the whole gosh darn city. And we've got that preliminary coming up on September 14th. So um, that's coming really soon. But what's exciting is that Alice is going to be popping up in the Housewitch store in person on Saturday, September 11th. So I think tomorrow depending on when this airs <laughs> so saturday september 11th from 1 to 3 p.m i believe we're gonna have you um so if you would like to talk about anything further or inquire about piano lessons or <laughs> um you know just assure her that you're coming out to vote um definitely come down and meet alice in yes. person and then you can feel her her aura of ask me questions <laughs> about Salem because it is truly, truly impressive. Oh, and I guess we kind of um, buried the lead that we can have a dramatic reveal now that Alice's sun sign, although she is, her birthday is July 23rd, which is technically the beginning of Leo season, astrologically, Alice is a cancer. Um, so she is a nurturer and a carer and... Um, Oh, gosh, I just cannot think of anybody better. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's 144 Washington Street, the Housewitch store. If you don't know, on September 11th from 1 to 3, come and meet Alice. Ask her anything. She'll have an incredibly thoughtful answer, I'm sure. Um, and, yeah, I think you'll really enjoy meeting her and getting whatever information you want about Salem and all of these different incredible initiatives and organizations. Yeah, this is going to be a, a long list of links in the, in the show notes, <laughs> the show notes yeah. for this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, no, thank you both again. Uh, and also the counselor at large race is going right to the general in November. But uh, everyone can vote in the preliminary. Uh, the mayoral race is on it. And yes, and some of the wards. And I'm sure Paige will have all, and Eric will have all the information. Great. Thank you. Thank awesome. you both Thank so much. You, Alice, Thank so you. Much. Appreciate it so much. And thanks, witches, for listening and for voting. Don't forget to vote.